You are listening to Aldrin Sampia on SAFM. It is 23 minutes after 3 o'clock. We're in conversation next with uh, Salman Khan, independent political analyst on Southeast Asia. The death toll from a suicide bombing at a mosque in the northwest parts of Pakistan has now risen to 92 following this horrific incident. It is widely reported that the terrorist group Tahrik-e-Taliban Pakistan, or the TTP, has taken responsibility for this blast. Salman, good afternoon and thank you so much for making time for us. Considering the security around this mosque, is it clear as yet how um, these the suicide bomber was able to gain access? Well, that that's a good question, and um, thank you for having me. You see, the problem is that uh, the highly secure area for the police line, where the elite uh, commander forces of the uh, of the police, local police, and the counterterrorism uh, 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 counter terrorist uh, forces are based. Um, how they get into because there are also some construction happening uh, currently as well as there are you know the open hawkers and the open food vendors are you know selling the product so i think some year somehow along the line the security checkpoints lapses and they get into not forgetting that What's happening today, it is actually been making in the last 30 years. Uh, since the 1979, when the Russian tanks roll into, you know, Jalalabad and the Kabul, that Pakistan has been fighting a proxy war on the behalf of USA in Afghanistan. Then on the war on terrorism started again in 2000. So Pakistan being involved in the, I would say, the operation to to protect American interest in Afghanistan for the last 30 years now, uh, Americans are not happy with Pakistan because the Taliban is back. So there is much happening. And Pakistan uh, also shared 2,600 kilometers of a very porous border. And uh, because of the ethnic, uh, ethnic linguistic uh, relationship between the Pashtun and Pakistan, uh, most of the people, you know, live across the border. So it's very difficult to control. And anybody and any, you know, to smuggle a person with this motive uh, to commit a suicide bombing and unfortunately in a religious place, place of worship, it's very unfortunate. And the other part is, I see, the, so the BBC is, is reporting that a Pakistani Taliban claimed to have carried out this bombing. And later on, it was denied by the militant group, which um, it blamed on a splinter, the splinter faction. Um, so who exactly is then behind the TTP? Okay, yeah, you're right, 100%. Initially, they make a claim on the internet and, you know, to authenticate uh, any type of uh, knee-jerk reaction community from many factions it's very very difficult to pinpoint the authenticity now later on the command the high command of the ttp which is uh, you know they are denying that they make any claim or they have any uh, they are not behind this thing but then of course there is iskpk which is also been uh, claiming afterward that they are the one behind it which is a splinter group from the iss uh, isi uh, that is the part what we have it in uh, Kurdistan uh, that is also playing a, quite a bit of we we'll call it a Daesh in that local area. So, you know, it, it must also not forgetting that the place, the people are fighting the proxy war, India intelligence services. I mean, India have more embassies where it's only have 3,000 uh, Indian national in Afghanistan. They got eight council journals. Mm. They're not there to issue the visas. And in South Africa, they got over 3.5 million Indian and they got only two, three embassies, Cape Town, Johannesburg. So there is definitely a melody of the things which is definitely, you know, the Indian Pakistan is a hostile neighbor for many years and proxy war has been fought 
uh, from the soil of Afghanistan into Pakistan through the Indian operatives. So that is something that you cannot rule out. Um, but as I said to you, that uh, Pakistan has been, you know, Pakistan lost over 70,000 people during the mm. war on terrorism. Pakistan is a recipient of one of the largest Afghan uh, refugees, over 3.4 million uh, during the war of uh, Russia and uh, Afghanistan after that, then the war on terrorism. So it is very difficult to stop people coming into a United Nation requested that the doors and the, the border must be leave it open because they, 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 they shower a Pashtun, they leave across the border. So, yeah, I mean, you know, hosting the refugees, 3.6 million, and not be able to control our control the borderlines it's definitely what we're seeing today the unfortunate situation the places of the worship has been targeted and it most can take up to 350 uh, my latest report is there is more than 100 people have died so far sure. and it's still uh, the rubble is not been clear so very unfortunate for pakistan so that number could also increase but just quickly then um uh, salman is of what interest is the ttp to the united states well, I mean, you know, creating the, you, you must not forget that Pakistan is being a tone in the eyes of USA, Israel and India. Pakistan nuclear capabilities are one of the, uh, I would say, the sore uh, point into the heart of many Western powers, as well as especially the India and Israel. And uh, that nexus is very much ingrained into that. To destabilize Pakistan, through the conventional war, India have tried for the full four, four full uh, wars and they have not been able to dismantle Pakistan. So what they're fighting now is a fourth uh, generation warfare through the, uh, uh, through the terrorist attack, through the cyber attacks and through the financial equations on the Pakistan. So all these things are playing against Pakistan and Pakistan going through a, a very, very, I would say, volatile time and the economy is not growing mm. political instability is there and of course the many factions play because pakistan is on a very i would say geostrategically you know very pivoting point and since the chinese set up the corridor which they call it cpac which is a china pakistan corridor that allow chinese to come through their logistic into the deep seas of Gwadar port which is also another issue because that's where is now the Strait of Hormuz uh, is it's only 70 or 80 kilometers away. That's why the, that's the reason that the Russian wanted to come and control from Peshawar to from Kabul to Peshawar because 70 percent of the oil and petroleum passes by from the Strait of Hormuz. So in Gwadar port where the Chinese are now, uh, U.S. and the rest of the world is fearful that one day Chinese might will have a blockade of yeah. the Strait of Hormuz and control the oil prices. Sure. Salman, thank you so much for your time. Salman Khan is an independent political analyst on Southeast Asia.